0: Hi, this is Rachel. And this is Natalie. And we are the Instamamas. We are sisters with a podcast and we talk about everything from faith, healthy, clean living, adoption, foster care, motherhood, and everything in between.
1: Thanks for listening. Hey, you guys, I am so excited for today's topic. We are going to be talking about nature and how important it is to get your kids in nature, and like, quite honestly, a lot of times, like, it's so good for your kids to do this, but it's really good for us, too, mm-hmm. as human beings, and a concept called grounding, which is not like your kid can't play their iPad for the rest of the
0: day, <laughs> it's a, and it's not some weird, spooky, spiritual thing. I mean, some people can take it and make it a hooky, weird, spiritual thing, but the way we see it is just connecting with the earth that God gave us. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, we're going to talk about nature and so many important things. And the hardest
1: part for me is being outside in all seasons and all weather, which is a concept that I came across in this book. I mean, it's not some new concept, but it made me think about it and say, okay, well, maybe I need to work on getting my child outside more. So, Rachel, for our listeners, why don't you define what grounding in this context means?
0: Um. Well, the mere, I guess, easiest one, easiest way to describe it is just pretty much kicking off your shoes and going barefoot. And it just goes back to, you remember when you were a kid and you would take your shoes and socks off and run through like a freshly mowed grass, or even when you go to the beach and you just can't wait to get, stick your toes right into the sand, or that first feeling of stepping into the fresh water, there's just something about, like God gave us this beautiful beautiful perfect earth and i'm not saying like let's throw out our shoes and everything because we obviously have shoes to protect us and even your daughter has orthotics and special made shoes for her so it's not like she can just throw her shoes out and we're not you know we're we're hope we're not coming off as like uber weird but there's this idea that like if you get your kids
1: outside barefoot on a similarly regular basis there's even like some science behind it like they're less likely to get sick and there's just something that grounds you to the place you're at and makes you really present Mm -hmm. which this all sounds very new agey but it's funny all the like new agey hippy dippy stuff is stolen from the word of god Mm -hmm. i mean because who created it all yeah and we, we, the problem with this is when people start worshiping the created
0: instead Not of the, the creator. creator. But just even to be in there and just be like, wow, thank you, God, for this moment. Thank you, God, for this present time I'm in. Because so much times we're worrying about the future. We're worrying about, oh, what is the next meal I'm going to make my family? Oh, I need to go grocery shopping. Oh, did I cash that check? Oh, did I run this errand? Did I mail that? You know, it's we're always thinking ahead into the future, when really it's just grounding is just being present. And mm-hmm. present with the Lord, too, and being in his presence and being grounded by the Lord. And
1: there's something about being outside that helps us be present in the moment. Like, obviously, I can take my cell phone out into the, um, into the backyard while I'm watching my kids. And my kids, like, I have more than one. I have one four year old, but mm-hmm. it feels like I have an army sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> and I always have your kid with me all the time. But, yes, um, sure. but there's something about, um, just yeah, being present in the moment. And I don't know about you guys, but even like if you're having trouble sleeping, I've heard people say, Well, go into nature and use no technology for a week, and it resets your like internal clock, you know. And so, there's things like that, but, but. It's not for some hippie-dippie reason. It's because God created nature, and nature is this wonderful thing, and we need to connect with it. And in our modern world, it's not going to happen naturally.
0: Yeah. Well, just even for example, when farmers would wake up when the sun comes up, but they would also go to bed when the sun would go down. Same for fishermen. You know, even today you go into a fisherman town and – by four o'clock everything's closed because they're all heading to get ready to bed because they'll be up with the dawn and when electricity happened because we have lights and we're able to stay up later we have technology most people don't even have really an eternal clock
1: yeah we we wake up with an alarm we go to sleep with an alarm <laughs> rachel just had the funniest video on her instagram of her her uh very expensive alarm clock which is her three year old daughter yeah. <laughs> and it's like oh yeah I don't really use an alarm clock anymore I wake up via child but it's we have gotten away because we don't live on farms and we're not
0: and then the same with like you were outside ten hours a day yeah well and now we can sleep in when it's four in the morning we don't wake up with the sun and be like <laughs> good morning world mm-hmm. it's like, no, we can sleep And none of these things are
1: bad. Like, we are progressing as a human race, and so we are, like, getting better technology and getting all these things, but I think there are some things that are lost that we could work on, especially as moms, and it helps us be healthier, because we're coming into springtime, and that's why we're thinking about it a lot, but something I struggle with getting outside in the winter, Mm -hmm. and this book i'm reading it's called um let me look at it real quick it's called nature play at home and it's all he's he has a lot of like or she the writers it's a female i think but anyway she talks a lot about like the science behind like being outside and exploring and being bored and not being entertained by something else like being your own entertainment
0: yeah, and I think that's the biggest problem of today, because how many of us are guilty? We're in the sh- line at the grocery store, and our kid's kind of bothering us, so we just give them a phone and be like, okay, here, watch this. And so I've made it a point to, when I'm in the grocery store line, to not give her my phone, because I don't, we don't actually don't do screens with our daughter, like, we don't do iPads or phones or anything like that with her, but... We've made it a point that when she is looking at, like, we made it a point that we need her to be bored. And I think that I read this article. This was actually an article I wrote about, I mean, I didn't write it. I read about, like, wow, wow. wow. You know, I read it about 10 years ago because I was in college and doing early childhood education. And a lady wrote a thing about kids don't know how to be bored anymore. And she gave the example of her son really wanted this video game. And she ordered it online, and he's like, okay, where is it? Is it here? Like, when do I get it? Like, it would magically pop out of the computer. And she's like, no, you have to wait it. And at this time, it was like about a week. Now we have two-day shipping from Amazon Prime. And actually,
1: if you, you can get your video game downloaded instantly. Yeah, nowadays,
0: it, it is instant. <laughs> and she was talking, and this was 10 years ago, and she was talking about how we live in such an instant world, and it's kind of crippling our children because – they don't know how to be bored. But here's the thing. In the so let's go
1: back to that example with your kid in the grocery line. I can't be on my phone ignoring my kid. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I do as then my kid starts whining, I'm like, Stop whining but if I engage them and say, Oh, what do you see? What do you think and play I spy or say, yeah. you know, um, can you help me put the groceries on the conveyor about My mm-hmm. daughter loves doing that. and She's really she's violent doing it. Sometimes. I
0: know. She <laughs> like crashes it on there. But we also will talk about the different vegetables. I'll have her smell them. I'll have her talk about them. I'll, have, I'll be like, what do we use these for? Oh, this is cilantro. Mommy likes to put this on tacos. Cilantro goes really good with tomatoes and red onions. Mm-hmm. What do you think cilantro might not go good with? With me, I love cilantro and pretty much everything. But things like that. Like, oh, here is zucchini zucchini and cucumbers they look very similar but zucchinis have a hat on top so we just really do a lot of dialogue in the grocery store and it helps keep her engaged and it helps keeps myself engaged but i do notice and it's not from a judging point of view at all but even we don't really go to restaurants because why would you want to with small kids for a meltdown yeah exactly <laughs> um but when we we went for my birthday a couple months ago and They have now the iPads at the tables where you don't even really have to interact with your server You can order your drinks. You can order your food You can pay for it and but we just we don't even use it So I'm pretty sure the server sees us and is like "Ugh, I have to go talk to those people because we just want to interact with people and We want to show our daughter like it's okay to interact with people and be friendly and ask how their day is going and then I looked around And all the kids with the families were just playing on these iPads that were at the table and it really broke my heart because I'm like well they're not engaging with each other and yeah their kids aren't having meltdowns they're not like where's my food I'm so hungry and there's that convenience of I'm able to keep my kid occupied with this screen but then you're missing out on just so much good family time yeah and how it's it's kind of like eating junk food like if
1: you're eating junk food all the time you are not going to think a carrot tastes good or a strawberry tastes good. But when you're eating really clean, you a strawberry tastes like candy. Yeah. If, you, if you've never eaten sugar, like, the sugar in fruit is very sweet. And so um, it's the same thing. How do we get the kids while they're in the restaurant to not be super, like, to not be super annoying when they're bored? It's, I I believe, and a lot of research shows too, that, like, getting them outside and having them practice being bored and working through their boredom and doing all those things, it helps. So it's like it's like kind of weaning them off the junk food and so they're not so dependent on it. Remember when we were growing up, if we came to mom and said we were bored, do you remember what she would say? Only boring people are bored. <laughs> and it used to make me so bad. I'm like, I'm not a boring person. Yeah. And I was like, uh, no, we are. She'd say, Only boring people are bored, so go find something to do.
0: And I would love it. And the other thing, um, what would she, she would make, she'd 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 make us go outside and we lived on 100 acres. My parents owned 25 and my dad's brothers owned different parts of that and my grandparents. And so we had 100 acres to roam, but she would give us these walkie talkies and then just send us outside and be like, Don't come in unless you're dead, dying, or bleeding. And so. I just kind of, it was kind of funny, so Natalie and I took our daughters to Jump Creek, which is this really fun hike, and you get kind of a little bit muddy, and a little bit wet, and at first the girls were like, oh my goodness, they were just whining and crying, and we're like, no, you guys can do this, and which is funny, because my daughter goes on hikes all the time, so I don't even know. Well, it was kind of
1: the first hike of the year, like it had been a long winter, well, and then even they were getting bored in the car on the way there, because it's like a 45-50 45-50 minute drive, and then they both were whining, and it was like, well, maybe they need to go to the bathroom, so then we pulled over on the side of the road yeah. and did a, <laughs> a squat on the side of the road. Yeah, and
0: even that, I mean, Natalie was like, we need to get these city, sl- city slippers of our children outside more, and because, yeah, we were used to taking a, a long drive and needing to entertain ourselves, and just... Yeah, we didn't have a movie in the car, we didn't have screens in the car, we just would talk... That's the thing I think we're really missing is we would talk... And just engage in conversation you don't need to be distracted 24 7 but then I realize I do that in my own life like I'll start needing my phone to distract me and it's like no it's okay to even just sit with your thoughts Mm -hmm. and think for a second yes you might think some scary things but so
1: we're on our way we finally get there and it's not a hard hike both the girls were kind of whiny they Mm -hmm. didn't want to be challenged at all my daughter wanted to be carried a bunch well, I don't know what your daughter says she was.
0: Uh, well, and, like I said, you said the first hike of the year, but we've gone on tons of hikes, and we go hiking even in the winter, so I don't know what her deal was. <laughs> she was just kind of cranky, maybe after we made him wait in the car for an hour. But um, they were both, but we kept
1: saying, oh, we're not going back to the car, we're going to do this, I want, I'm i not going to carry you, I know you can do this. And for my daughter's part of me, I was like, "Ah, maybe she's scared and I'm pushing her too hard, but then... I'm so glad we did because we finally got to the waterfall. And both of them just... Laughed. Yeah. It was so
0: cute. They threw rocks in the water. And it
1: was like, they both had this kind of moment of awe. Like, Mm -hmm. they just looked at the... And they're three and four years old, so it's not like they're these, like, deep philosophical people. Oh, and
0: I was so cute because I was like, Mom, it's so beautiful.
1: And I was yeah. like, "Oh," I was like, it is beautiful. And, you know, then they picked up rocks and threw them in the water, and just, my daughter was just laughing, and there was this little cave. She was laughing and singing, and it was, like, reverberating and <laughs> echoing back, and she just loved it. And then on the way back she was laughing and giggling
0: and happy and even fell a few times and didn't cry and she had a whole newfound confidence mm-hmm. like she was like oh okay this isn't even terrain there's going to be parts where we climb and parts where we climb down and she was just so confident in her steps and it was really cool to see because she was kind of fearful on the way in and then the next
1: day at physical therapy her um her pt was like wow, she's really trying different stuff. And she tried like three new things. And normally if we can get her to try one new thing at physical therapy, it's like a good day. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I think it's cause we went and challenged her on a hike yesterday. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like she's more brave and I feel like it does give them confidence. And then, you know, we had to work kind of hard to see something beautiful mm-hmm. and it was so worth
0: it. And even I didn't want to go. Yeah. That morning, you know, we just, lost her nephew and we've been grieving and we've just been really sad but Natalie and I decided we're going to take this day and we're going to go hike we're going to go talk about him he loved to be around nature he loved rocks he loved birds so I said we're going to go we're going to talk about him we're going to remember good memories and now I was like eh, I don't know if I feel the best like and I even was really tired I was like an hour drive I don't know if I'm up for this but we were just like no we gotta go and then afterwards we just felt so filled Mm-hmm. we sat on a rock and
1: ate tuna and had just like the bubbling brook and washed our hands in the brook you know and and there was just like it was just very lovely and very sweet and it was cold it was mm-hmm. it was cold it was definitely cold and we all got out of the car and we're like oh you know but then I'm like okay I'm glad we pushed ourselves because we as adults got to see this really beautiful waterfall and this And But the girls, too, they got to do something that was hard and exert their muscles and practice uneven steps, and there was just so many things. And God created this beautiful planet for us to, like, take care of and explore, and it's so fun to discover these things
0: with our children. Yeah. He meant for us to be out in nature. Nature isn't this hooky, like, hippy-dippy thing, like, to love the earth that God created for you but to be thankful for this earth because it is beautiful and you don't have to go far to find the beauty even in the dead of winter I mean if you just take the time to look at a single snowflake like they are so beautifully created and it's like how much more important are you than a snowflake that God would put all this intricate design into a snowflake and to know that he did the same thing with you like our DNA is so intricate and so personal And he did that for us. And even when it is cold, I hate the cold. Like, I hate it. But we went snowshoeing this winter, and it was so fun. Even with, it's funny, my husband and I kept joking. We're like, this would be really fun without our kid. But (laughs) she was, like, crying. And she, because at first she did really well. But the kid would not stop losing her gloves. Like, they kept, I don't know what it is. You have the little gloves that are on your hand, and they're, like, wool, and but they get wet, and then their fingers are cold, so then you get these ones that are, like, waterproof and snowproof, but no matter what, they just don't stay on. And so every five seconds, she's crying that her gloves have fallen off, and I was just like, oh, my goodness. But she looked so cute in her little snow gear and her little snowshoes, her little tiny snowshoes were so uh, cute.
1: I know, is not a winter person. She is from a very warm climate, if that <laughs> is any excuse, but she, I... I am not either. I don't like to be outside when it's cold. But then I'm like, okay, we just try to get outside every single day. A lot of times in the winter, it's her dad taking her outside. But even if it's just a walk around the block, just something to clear your lungs. And just
0: that is so good, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Even for your health, because in the wintertime especially, people don't open the windows as much, which that is something you should do is... Open the windows in and let fresh air in because all those germs and sicknesses will just sit and fester in the air in your house. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you got to let the fresh air in. you got to go out. Now, you don't want to go out walking barefoot in the snow, but there is just something about when we were kids, just we went everywhere barefoot. We lived on a big acreage, and we could even walk on the gravel road barefoot. I you mean, know. Like, we had,
1: like, really tough feet on the bottom. And we had a pool, so we were, like, in and out of the pool. And we didn't even think about it um, as being a weird thing to be barefoot all the time. But it did make us, I don't know, not get sick as often and, like,
0: feel connected to where we're at. And Well, and I, I just was healthy. loved being outside so much. Mm-hmm. Like, we had a love for being outside. And there are times, you know, when I'm at work and... I have to go back inside and I get a little bit weary and then as soon as we are back outside again for like recess it's like oh, I don't want to go back inside please just let me be in the Sun a little bit longer and it just it feels so good to be and when you have little kids it's hard there's so much stuff you need before you get
1: outside and that's mm. why I like I mean we're lucky enough to have a backyard that's fenced in so I can just send the kids out even without shoes on if the weather's warm enough you know but When you have toddlers, you have to get shoes on and diapers and make sure you have everything you're going to need, but it's worth it. And then also, um, I just, there's some tips and tricks for just being outside a lot. Um, last summer, my friend, she says, I just pack a lunch for my kids and it's the same lunch every day and in the summer, because then they're just ready for an adventure at any time. And then if they're stuck out later than they wanted to, they're like, Oh, we're at the park. It's about lunchtime. Here's lunch. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, she didn't plan to necessarily be at the park at lunch, but then she doesn't have to rush home or run through a drive through They can just, wherever they're at, whether it's outside, you know, they can just have their picnic there. And so that's what I do. I just leave the house in the morning in the summer with a lunch. And mm-hmm. sometimes we don't need it. Sometimes we come back home for lunch or whatever. But then it's nice because a lot of times I'll just send them out to the backyard and eat out there. And it's just yeah, making it easier to be outside but i loved that about growing up and no one had to be like i mean when by the time we were like upper elementary age middle school we didn't need like anyone telling us how to play outside we mm-hmm. just did it. i mean trying to think of all the funny weird games we played with our cousins and what we did in the woods
0: i remember one time we had like two tribes and I think one was, like, the snot tribe, and one was, I can't remember the other, and...
1: I think we were, like, the different types of trees, or maybe... We were... Yeah. And we always had different names, but we were, like, the aspen tree monkeys tribe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the pine tree monkey tribe, and you had to, like, build your fort in your type of tree. Mm-hmm. Anyways, just dumb stuff like that, or... We would pretend like we were stranded... Big. you know we played the like we love to play the stranded in like the we desert were, scenes there was this like junkyard kind of where the farmer who had had the property before we bought it had like dumped a bunch of like old tractors and tires and rusty stuff and we probably could have gotten like tetanus or something yeah <laughs> but we would play we pretend we were in a plane crash and then we had to survive and it was yeah. so
0: funny that, and we could spend Hours building forts mm-hmm. doing
1: that. Hours. We, we pretended to be veterinarians with our cats. Mm-hmm. They hated it. We'd, like, measure their teeth
0: and stuff. And, ju- and dress them up in, like, our little doll clothes. We'd dress yeah. our do- cats up in the doll clothes. Yeah, we just loved being, being outside. outside. Yeah, or I would just get a book I
1: love to read, and I would just take it out into the and sit in the tree and read my
0: book in the tree, and it was just something I loved doing. Well, and here's the thing with um, my kiddo. I notice when she's really raging and she's just having a hard day and she's being dramatic and she's just whiny and then we go outside it's like her whole demeanor just changes. Like, she has this big smile on her face. Like, sometimes I'm just going to put her in the bike, and we're just going to take the bike somewhere and go it somewhere. And with the bike, it's just so fun because there's so many places you can go. And then, like I said, her whole demeanor changes. She just gets so happy and smiley like and a giggly. That's the advice they give to
1: new moms. So if your kid is inconsolable, get him outside or in, a, or in water. Mm-hmm. Get him in the bath. Which I think the bath is kind of grounding because water is a part of God's creation. And mm-hmm. so I do think that's why that works. And then also just getting outside, um, I think it just it calms you in a way that nothing else can. Well, and
0: even in the Bible, in Psalms 23, it says, He leads me beside still waters. He makes me lie down in green pastures. It's such a beautiful, just such a beautiful picture of this beautiful still peaceful water and this bright green pasture for this little sheep to just lay down and chew and enjoy and just sit there and When i think it's like he
1: makes them lay down like he has to he makes us slow down
0: sometimes yeah because we're just wanting to be on the go and god wants us to slow down yeah you think about the like human pace like if you're you think about the
1: city, everything's like almost like it's sped up, like in one of those movies. Like, mm-hmm. everything's really fast. But then you see, like, nature scenes, and everything is slow and elongated. And I think that's a representation of how it feels to be in nature. Things just, you don't have to get things
0: done quite as fast. And you can just go at kind of a rate. And that's why I love camping. Mm. It's because there's no time limit on anything. You just wake up, do what you want for the day, go to bed whenever you're tired, That's the best thing in the world, camping. And you wake up super sweaty in your tent.
1: (laughs) But, well, I was thinking, like, you know, you could say, oh, this is hokey-dokey hippie stuff. But it comes from the Bible. Like, we were reading the, the Genesis story of how God created everything. And it was, he made it on purpose. The way he did it, in what order he did it. He separates night and day. You know, he... That you know, and towards the end of the creation week, he creates animals and humans, but he was getting everything ready for us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference. We touched on it a little bit in our minimalism episode, but it's the same thing. Like we believe we need to take care of this planet because God made us stewards of it and stuff. But it's made for us yeah. for our joy and for our pleasure, and so like looking and seeing the beauty even in our street, walking down our street, like and um just that's the thing with getting outside. You don't have to like go an hour away into the nature. Mm -hmm. Even our backyard, it's a an oasis and and I love going outside once I'm out there. Mm -hmm. But why is it like until then we don't want to?
0: Because I think we want to be comfortable Mm -hmm. and we just want to like be in our fast pace. Life, we want to have our phones, we want to be doing what we're doing. Well, I know for me personally, but then also, and then it's kind of the stress of like, oh my gosh, they're gonna get really dirty. But isn't it like as an adult now, I think it's so much fun to dig in the dirt for planting and just coming in and just covered in dirt. For me, I find that to be so satisfying.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about gardening here in a minute, but like even my kitchen tonight, I'm gonna have to stay up a little later cleaning because. Because my daughter was, too, like you were saying, just get, just sitting in the other room whining and just being like, uh, and you know, she's nonverbal, so she can't always explain to me what she wants. But then I was like, okay, let's just go outside. So we went outside, and I didn't get anything done outside. I brought a book out with me, and I sometimes I'll play with her, push her on the swing or
0: whatever. But that's the other thing. It's good for me, too, because it gives me a chance to slow down. Well, I think too, we have this misconception that we need to entertain our kids 24 seven. Mm-hmm. Your kids have to learn how to entertain themselves.
1: And that's what nature does. I mean, that nature play at home book, that's a lot of what it is, is, is preparing a place where the kids can explore and can find things and can play games. But you know, like I will just tell your daughter, like go find three sticks and mm-hmm. tell me which one's the best. And because she always is like, come play with me. And I'm like, just go play. And after a while, she gets bored enough that she goes and plays. Yeah. You know, and they're at the age where I do need to be out there with them. And very soon, they'll probably be old enough where I can just pop my head in and out, Mm -hmm. which will be really nice. But it's nice for me because it forces me to go outside. I usually bring a blanket and some hot tea or something because it's always freezing. (laughs) And but today it was 75. It was lovely. And I said, okay, the dishes are getting not getting done. But my daughter is getting her knees dirty in the dirt. She's, you know, doing all these things. So I do feel like it was worth the time. Mm-hmm. Remember when we used to catch crawdads
0: by the one creek know mm-hmm. Ohio? I mean, like, just those are just It's such... pronounced creek here in Idaho. Oh, creek. <laughs> it's just, those were just such good memories. And I want those same memories for my kid of playing late into the night and smelling just that night air in that just being even
1: you know the smell the kids have when they come in from being outside it's yeah like, like
0: that sm- that outside. musty yeah house. i mean it's, it's not like, a great smell but but still like the nostalgic. sounds the sounds of like crickets and the sounds of the birds and the sounds it's just when you slow down to listen to it it's so good you can't like sometimes i'll be out in nature and i can't help but start singing praise mm-hmm. because i'm like lord because it even says in the bible even the rocks will cry out because it's like if we don't, the you rocks can't. Because well, they they speak to his
1: creation. Yeah, you know?
0: it's just so overwhelming the goodness of God. Just like thinking of how He loved us so much, He wanted a good place for us to call home until we go home to our eternal.
1: Yeah, I remember I guess my mom used to tell me, just like you know, when God created the earth, He could have made everything monochromatic. Like everything could have been black and white.
0: Mm -hmm. there
1: didn't have to be color there's I mean obviously there's some like you could argue biological reasons we need color or whatever but like there's a lot of things in this world that are only beautiful Mm -hmm. that's like all they're good for and -hmm. it's like okay you know and you could find a scientific reason why this x y and z needs to be beautiful but it's like no like I think God just wanted us to
0: have like a beautiful world to live in and Uh just even a spider web like just the beautiful intricate mm. i don't know intricate web. yeah of a spider web how it's woven and mm-hmm. and spiders freak me out like they're so scary but some spiders if you get really close they're like vibrant colors and the spider interesting, and their big like, old wow. orby eyes well in psalm 96 11
1: and 12 it says let the heavens rejoice let the earth be glad let the sea resound and all that is in it let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. And I just love that. It's its like his his creation sings. And when we're always listening to music, always have a video mm-hmm. on in the background, always have social media going, um, we can't hear it. Mm-hmm. We can't hear the, the praise that is being sung out by all of creation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just... Like, when we were at Jump Creek, I just took a minute and just listened.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was really beautiful. Like, the sound of the waterfall hitting the bottom mm-hmm. rocks. And and even, like, kids
1: laughing in the distance and, like, rocks being thrown and splashing. Like, it was just very beautiful and very serene. And very peaceful. Mm-hmm. It was very That's peaceful. what I felt like when we were there. I felt
0: like it was very peaceful. And, yeah, like, too, enjoying just the sound, but then even just crying out and singing and just being like thank you Jesus for this Uh, I don't know I guess I've been really lately I've just been having a heart to want to just praise God through everything and just Mm -hmm. put on a garment of praise and I think it's just like everything we've gone through with what's going on in our family it's just yeah and
1: I think about our nephew a lot he loved nature and he loved you know and that was something we did like as a family to like remember him as we went to some of these places in nature that he loved. And it was so, it was very, it did give me like some, I don't know, closure is not the right word, but some peace. Like, like if this is, if this earth is this beautiful and there's this many great things about it, like what is the next life like? Mm. Like he's like holding out the good stuff for heaven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it it is, he did want us to have this beautiful thing. And I was trying to like make sense of it. I'm like, why do humans love nature so much? You know, and obviously we like, <laughs> what is Jim Gaffigan, He's like, if if uh, nature's so great, why are all the bugs trying to get inside? <laughs> like I think that's what he said. but but it's because we're on this side of the garden, God created us to live in a garden, a perfect garden and we were never supposed to die and we were supposed to live in this perfect harmony forever and ever. And it, it said that Adam and Eve walked with God in the cool of the day. And ever since we lost that paradise, humans long for it. They don't know why they long for hmm. it sometimes, especially when you're not a Christian. And I think of, like, the hippies and the people that, like, kind of worship at the foot of nature. I think, oh, it's because they worship the created, but what they really, they have a hole in their heart for the creator. Yeah, They lost that relationship, and they want it back. And so I think God even is, like, singing his love song to us in nature wow that's beautiful Natalie and uh yeah it's but it's on this side of the garden we're always going to have mosquitoes we're going to have like skinned knees we're going to have sunburns you know we're going to have all the bad things of this life too but it's and chapped faces from the cold you know we're going to have to like live on this side of the garden but we're longing
0: to walk with God in the cool of the day which we'll have again on the other side. when well, he promises a new heaven and a new earth. I just recently read in Hebrews, on the day my nephew passed away, my daughter, my three-year-old daughter came up to me and said, hey mom, he's going to take a trip to the mountains. And one day we're all going to get to go and be with him.
1: And at this point, we didn't know how much time he had left. We didn't know. Yeah.
0: And he died a couple hours later, he went to go be with the Lord. And, of course, when she's saying that, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's a beautiful way to think about the mountains. And for me, I'm thinking, well, she loves the mountains. We talk about heaven, you know. And then I came across this across this scripture in Hebrews 12:22. It says, But you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angel and joyful assembly, To the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven, you have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirit of the righteous made perfect. And so literally the Bible gives us this picture of literally going to the mountain. And when I read that scripture, I was just so in awe. Because I think about when we take trips to the mountain, we live about an hour from a really beautiful mountain, And as we're driving up and winding up this winding mountain, the views are just breathtaking. And we hike it. It's like an eight-mile hike. And once we get up there, and we love it. And it's so beautiful. And we just think, you have come to the mountain. And so, just having that picture, we have that beauty here on Earth, but it's... It's
1: just a shadow of what's
0: to come. Yeah. And so that just, like, really put me at ease. And just to be so thankful and now every time um we're so blessed that the treasure valley pretty much anywhere you go you can look up and see the mountains Mm -hmm. and so anytime i see the mountains and i look at them i just think about just being with jesus and how when i'm in nature i do feel close to him Mm -hmm.
1: and it's easy to throw down the burdens and throw down the things so I do, I think like that's why we value it as a value and um, why we feel like as Christians it's so important to make that an important part of our daily lives. And so,
0: oh, that's so beautiful Rachel, I'm gonna cry. Oh. I think like sometimes when you just see something that is so uh, inspiring, you just wanna praise the Lord. Yeah. We are from Spokane and there's the Spokane Falls and when you walk across that, you literally—they have this swinging bridge that goes over. That always gives me a
1: little bit of a—I'm
0: uh, uh, a little afraid of heights, not gonna lie.
1: And the the bridge scares. Me. I have to like go. I can't. A lot of people
0: like hang out on the bridge for like 20 minutes. I just walk and right was like, across. See you later. But when I'm like on that bridge, literally, and then it's so loud and the waves are coming out, and then I just automatically, I always sing like. Over the mountains and the sea, your river runs with a love for me, and I will open up my eyes and let the healer set me free. You know, I could, j- I like literally that song just fills my spirit. Mm-hmm. I love that ocean song. Um, the Ali's like, gonna have to sing because I sing, so now she's like, Oh, I have oh, to. Oh gosh, definitely. I gotta like
1: one up her. No, I'm the, just kidding. Like, no, know, with the the, how does
0: it bend, go? Yeah. Fear surrounds me.
1: Never fail, You won't stop now, or whatever that song with the. Yeah.
0: Oh. I call upon your name, but there's so many worship I was songs. Just kidding. You, I love hearing your beautiful. I love your voice too. <laughs>
1: um, but there's so
0: many worship songs that are about nature and creation because, um, uh, because they are so representative. But yeah, and I think it reminds us too when you're standing in front of a vast ocean it just it does it reminds you how how small you are but you matter to a big big God
1: yeah that's what's yeah and I do think you know uh, it was a couple days after our nephew had passed away and and, uh, it's it's so easy to get cynical sometimes and um, someone someone ran and was like oh my gosh you guys come look out it's so beautiful there's this beautiful rainbow one of the sisters said it because we were all together at that point And I think some of us were like, you know, we're adults, like we don't get excited about a rainbow. (laughs) And, but we went out, I actually put the video on our, on our, on our Facebook page and you, the, the, obviously the video does not do it justice, but we were all kind of joking like, oh yeah, let's go see it. But it's, it can't be that great. And we went out and it was so beautiful and it was a double rainbow and it's like, and my sister, she just lost her son. And she said, she's like, that is the most beautiful rainbow I've ever seen. I've never seen it so clear. And it was so beautiful and I think it was God like comforting her. I really do believe mm-hmm. that. And you know the 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 rainbow is a promise. You know, it's a specific promise in the Bible that he will never flood or destroy the earth that way again with water. With water, but there's a flood of fire coming someday. But <laughs> well, that's a, pod, a different podcast. Yeah. But but no, but but I do think it's also just a symbol of of that he keeps his promises yeah you know that they're true and they're beautiful so and that he does have a covenant Mm
0: -hmm.
1: with us i just even if we break it he keeps it yeah well so i think this is like yeah we could talk to you all day long why we love nature but what are but you are moms and so you're like okay i get it nature's great (laughs) <laughs> what do I do? I am a city girl, or maybe you don't like getting out in nature. What are some practical things that we do and that you can do
0: to just get your kids outside every day? Well, I think really just, just going on walks. If you're just going to start with a walk, even if you have a little one, and you, they're used to being carried a lot, like strengthen those little legs. so that Because if you have a kid who's not used to hiking and you go up to three-mile hike and are like okay let's go this is like a thousand elevation gain we got this it's like you your better kid, be prepared to carry that kid the whole way yeah, and your kid is not gonna enjoy hiking they're not gonna be like this is not fun I'm tired I can't make it but if you start out with little ones and they feel accomplished like you say look we made it to the top are you so proud of yourselves then they're gonna feel that little accomplishment and then they're gonna really like hikes they're gonna really want to push themselves cuz my daughter the same way as we'll be going up the hill, and she like, carry me. I want to go back down. I'm like, no, we got to keep pushing because when we get to the top, when we get to the top, it's going to be so worth it. And isn't that how life is? Mm-hmm. Like, when we push ourselves and we reach our goals, it is so awesome looking back down and being like, wow. One, well, how do you find
1: um, trails that are appropriate for your age group or your kid? We can put it in the show notes. Yeah, well, I use
0: you? the All Trails app, and you can even... Adjust it to kid friendly, family friendly, a dog walking, an in and out trail, a loop trail. I mean, you can just, it's endless. And then you can say, how close is it to my house? Is it walking distance? Do I have to drive? But mostly just get them walking around the neighborhood, even if it's just a quick, brisk walk around the neighborhood. My daughter loves to play this game, we call it red light, green light, which you all know. I'll say green light and then she'll run. And when I want her to stop, I'll say red light. So then she feels like she kind of has that freedom to kind of run ahead of me. But then I have that control of being able to still keep her safe. Mm-hmm. And she's sometimes still
1: close what I do too with them when I go on a walk is I take the stroller and they take turns like taking a rest. Mm-hmm. Then we don't have to slow down. But then because, you know, sometimes like I kind of want to get a little exercise, but it's like, well... I have to be prepared. They want to stop and look at every leaf, and, and that's mm-hmm. part of it, which is really annoying. Because I am not a hiker. I do, like, one hike a summer, so calm down, people. <laughs> and my <laughs> hikes are, like, not what Rachel does. But I do, we do go to a lot of parks, and there's a lot of parks. We park away from the toys. Yes. And we make them walk, and then we end at the toys, because... If They can see the toys. We're going to have a fit for an hour. I know. That's
0: the same one. Like, I just want to go play. I just,
1: it's like, oh. But, yeah, even before Rachel and I did our Instamamas retreat, we went to a park and we just walked and talked because we wanted, when we sat down to do our work, we wanted to be centered. And it was kind of fun. It started raining and we had to, like, run to the car raining. You know, but there's just something about just getting out. And you never feel like doing it. But do it anyways. Well,
0: and have an accountability person to do it. Like, mm-hmm. have a friend being like, just be honest. and Be like, hey, I really want to get my kid outside, but I'm just too tired and too, it's too much for me sometimes. Do you think we could dedicate this day where we go on walks together? And then it keeps you motivated because you know that if you choose not to go, then somebody else is going to be... left out because of that. Or So the, having a walking buddy really helps. In the wintertime, it can just be as simple as a quick walk. Walk around the block because that's usually what we had to do in the winter time. It's mm-hmm. just quick because we don't even really get snow here, so it's not even like oh let's go outside and build a snowman. It's just no, it's just cold. It's just cold
1: and windy for a long time. Oh,
0: the wind is the hard part because
1: it does mm-hmm. get very windy here. But I I love it. Some of the moms in my church, we have a kind of an unofficial group. We do and we call it like um we basically uh just splash pad hop all summer. Yeah. So, like, like on a Wednesday or Thursday, someone will put on the group chat or whatever and they say, hey, we're doing this park um, and bring your own lunch. And we get there around 10 and we stay for a couple hours. We all eat lunch together. The kids play on the park in the splash pad and the moms get to kind of talk and chat and the moms that have babies just kind of lay their babies out, you know. It's a really fun thing that we do. Mm. And I love it because then we... we Maybe I was kind of, not nervous is the right word, but maybe I'm like, oh, I've never been to that park before. I don't know. But this, like, kind of gets me out of my comfort zone and makes me check out new places. Mm -hmm. And then moms, because we're kind of spread out a little bit where we live, um, some of the moms might live just like, we have like four or five towns that are kind of grouped right next to each other. So anyways, we, we get out of our comfort zones, we see some different parks and We also, you know, we live in the Pacific Northwest. If you have not traveled here before, do it. It is beautiful here. Like, it Mm -hmm. really is. There's so much natural beauty um, Mm -hmm. a couple hours away or even, like, a 20-minute drive or even a five-minute walk. There's Mm -hmm. beauty here, which is so special. But that's, I guess, my next tip. Um, Use your parks. Yeah. Get some accountability buddies. Maybe start a Facebook group. Be like, we're the moms who walk on Friday mornings. You know, there's so many Facebook groups you can.
0: Yeah, and even if that means you're just walking on Friday mornings by yourself, most often, like keep doing it, and pretty soon moms will be like, because we know how moms are. Stuff happens last minute, and pretty soon a mom is going to be like, hey, I'm going to come today, and they're going to show up. Mm-hmm. And it starts small, and then you build relationships, and then you meet new people. And mm-hmm. I love to see mommy walking groups,
1: and in the winter, if you. Are like Ash ah, we really can't get out outside. I see women go to the mall.
0: Yeah, they have the mall. So walkers.
1: if it's an exercise thing, I know that's not getting out in nature, but that's a, a tip if you're like if it's really bad that if you want to keep your
0: your walking group through the winter, people go and walk around the mall. Well, and here's the thing too with uh, the winter time is just bundling up and just I think just having to do what you got to do because mm-hmm. I just you, hate it. That's what I mean, even if it is for five or ten minutes. Because I will walk my daughter to the park and be like, okay, let's go. But that's
1: where I think, you know, every family vacations differently. But this is my next tip. Plan a trip once a year where you go to a new type of outdoor. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, our family did this a lot. We were really blessed. Like, um, even, like, in the winter, we would drive up to somewhere that had a ton of snow. Mm -hmm. If you don't get a lot of snow where you're at and you just want the nostalgia of snow. But then you get to leave it. So maybe mm-hmm. you, like, drive up to the mountains, because we even, like, our family that lives in Arizona, obviously they don't get snow where they live, but they can drive a couple hours and be, and stay at a Airbnb or one of the, or, you know, at a place there for a week and get a vacation. But one of my favorite vacations is when we went to the Puget Sound you remember that? That was so much fun. Yeah. And we got a condo that was literally like you walk out the back door and you're like on the Puget Sound. Yeah. And then I think we drove
0: like an hour and a half and we were at the actual ocean.
1: Yeah. But that was one of my favorite. And I can not And still...
0: starfish and I, you can literally smell it, can't you? Just thinking about mm-hmm. it. I can't. The salty I'll, ocean I'll air. post a picture to our face, our Instagram, or our Facebook or Instagram, but. That's uh, the one of me laughing too. Rachel is laughing like you could fit a whole puffer fish in her mouth. <laughs> but that's, like, seriously one of my favorite vacations. And we didn't do a lot of stuff. We didn't, like, go out to eat every night. And No, we cooked at the condo. Like, we, the, my parents had these timeshares, and we cooked dinner there. And, mm-hmm. you know, my parents didn't have to spend a lot. Of, I mean, it was expensive, like, staying and lodging and traveling. But, like, with, for a family of six girls. I mean, Once we got there, you know... We just explored yeah we were pretty all day
1: on the beach that was a really fun day and we just like walked up and down the beach and we looked at the little tide pools and we just marveled in God's creation and dad took a picture of me that I love I still have it I'm looking out towards the ocean and I'm just like I'm not smiling but I'm just like so at peace and I just feel so connected and I always just can feel God in places like that I mean I can feel God at my kitchen table feel caught in this (laughs) chilies. I can feel caught in this chilies right now. Literally, I mean it's God's creation. He can be anywhere you (laughs) but I do feel like there's something about nature. So maybe if you're kinda like a city gal and it's really hard for you to get out of nature, maybe plan kind of a a nature themed vacation and maybe one of the days you get a spa day. But like the other days you go hike some of the beautiful uh, Multnomah Falls over by Seattle, Washington. Go there in the summer. It is some of the most beautiful. It's oh, not Multnomah, too hot. And that's in Oregon. Oh yeah, but the the, the national oh, forest over there. What's yeah, that what's called?
0: What's the one big waterfall? Lewis proposed to me there. Multnomah Falls? No. I cannot. Shoshone. No, those are close by too. Mount Rainier Falls is in, but the whole organic. national
1: forest is like great. We in used Olympia. to go near, near Olympia, anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. We vacation so around here a lot because it was driving. But you know, something I would love to see like Maine, um, you know, on the the East Coast.
0: I've never been really to the East Coast at all. So well, that's where about uh eight hour drive to zion national park and that's like on my like oh i've always wanted to see zion national park it's gorgeous
1: but you don't have to be an avid hiker or like um someone who's an amazing outdoorsman to go and enjoy these trails they have two mile trails they have they have stuff that's doable and i remember kind of like the forcing your child to climb up the mountain we were at um it's funny because this was before Twilight came out, but it's weird. Twilight took place. <laughs> oh, in Forks. Yeah. Um,
0: we went vacation there, but this was before, before Twilight. Before Twilight. So there
1: were no vampires. You know, there you at might have
0: actually just been reading the book on the way there. Is that the vacation where you were literally reading the book out loud and then I was trying so hard not to like it? I can't remember. Anyways, um,
1: spoiler alert, I read Twilight in high school. Don't judge me. It was 2005, (laughs) okay? Um, But anyways, we were there, and there was this trail. So there was this really beautiful, like, right when you got there, there was this little beach, and there was, like, a lot of little kids and stuff. But our dad was like, oh, let's go. There's this little hiking trail, and then you can go to kind of a more secluded beach. And I was like...
0: That was so fun. And remember, we
1: we weren't gonna go, and then we're like, let's just go. And it was like, I didn't even, Autumn like, have to sit down on a tree at one point. <laughs> to, like, we have a picture of her like tired or something. I don't know. But I'm, we kept fighting through it, and it was dark in the trees because I mean, these trees are like big, big trees, and they're really dense forest. Now like, you're making me want to just like get in the car and drive to
0: Washington.
1: <laughs> yes, it is beautiful there, but um. And then you could hear the ocean, and then you were, like, so anxious to get, and you just, and then all of a sudden, the trees break, and there's just this most beautiful, beautiful beach and ocean, and it is, like, awe inspired. Mm-hmm. And can you, And then we were talking about, like, Lewis and Clark. I'm like, can you imagine, like, <laughs> they're just on this really long voyage,
0: and all of a sudden this is what they see. And, of course, I'm like, well, I to mean, imagine the Oregon Trail. And they were trying to get to <laughs> Oregon. Rituals, Rachel's, like, they wrong the wrong And they made it to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever
1: we do road trips, we have to stop on the Oregon Trail, like, 20 times. <laughs> Anyways, but it's just, it was, oh, it was so amazing. And I was glad we did the long hike to see the Secluded Beach because mm. it was so beautiful and there was a lot less people there and we got to see all these cool things so I do appreciate that about our childhood (laughs) was that we I mean we didn't plan these nature trips they just were part of
0: well and it's kind of funny because the ones that I do plan like I wanted to really take Ariana to Palouse Falls and and Palouse Falls is just gorgeous so we tried to go but there was like a fire or something so it was cut off for like two hours and we had Driven hours to get to Palouse Falls, and that's in Washington too, and it's absolutely stunning But on our way back, I was really disappointed because I was like "Well, Literally, I'm up for a hike when I'm up for a hike. I want to go on a hike So on it's our way really back, mad if it's yeah, So on our way back, we just went on this small little hike up on this bluff like that was just in a random place that we found and Ariana just ran and she picked up sticks and she laughed and it's one of my favorite pictures I have with her I'm kissing her and tickling her belly and like that was not planned mm-hmm. but sometimes we try to plan these elaborate things and it just doesn't even work yeah. out it's just like eh. and it's sometimes the simple like unplanned
1: yeah just pull over on the side of the road on the Boise National Forest and just play yeah you know and they that's the thing is when you get them out in nature a lot they learn to play yeah they learn to create their own you know so another tip I have is gardening so I enjoy and love gardening I'm really bad at it but I enjoy it a lot and (laughs) it's like my husband jokes like you spend a hundred dollars you know gardening to save us five dollars on groceries and yep that's about true but just getting in the dirt I love getting in the dirt um I love you know composting and then there's also a lot of research that shows if you if you garden your own vegetables your
0: children are more likely to eat them. Yeah, Ariana loves picking a tomato off Nana's. She's like, "Auntie Nana has a tomato cuz now we they... save
1: them for her." I I will be harvesting my tomato plants that did really well last year. They did really awesome. And so I but I've been learning for the last like couple of years how to do it and I killed a lot of tomatoes, rest in peace tomatoes, but
0: um, I always save the really red ones for her. So when she comes, she can harvest them. It's so sweet because she like picks them off the vine and eats them like an apple. I know. I'm like, okay, got to wait till lunch because if you eat too many of these, you're going to not feel good. But, <laughs> um,
1: but I don't use any pesticides, so they're organic. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I just love gardening and I've learned. And it's just, um, there's a podcast or is it a radio show called Talk Dirt to Me? <laughs> it's like oh, i learned some stuff and i have a friend who's like an expert gardener in my opinion and she like starts all her own seeds and stuff yeah, you know? my mother-in-law too she has well, i get a lot a of there, but just like gardening i have a rose bush and it's beautiful and i mm-hmm. like having flowers in my home and so there's just things like that camping is a really cheap way to have a fun family getaway mm-hmm the weekend. And don't overthink camping. It does not have to be. Like, people who, like, when they go camping, they seriously, like, bring pack their, their whole like, house.
0: Yeah, and, I'm like, like, bring a tent and some sunscreen. And cook, like, this is what I do when I go camping when you're thinking about, oh, like, what am I going to feed them What I'm going to make tinfoil meals. Like, you put some vegetables and butter and put them in tinfoil and throw them in the fire. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, like camping, there's a whole keto camping, like all kinds of stuff on that. If you're trying to stay healthy, um, what are some other tips and tricks? Oh yeah. I had a friend who's like, we go outside every single day. It doesn't matter what the weather is. It's just something that they have decided as a family they're going to do. Of course it doesn't always happen. And she's like, sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it's 10 minutes. Sometimes it's three
0: hours, but they just say every day we're going to go outside well, and if you have multiple kids, it's kind of a fun challenge if it's super cold to be like, okay, who can run outside and stand up there the longest? <laughs> and then it becomes a competition between them, and then you're like, okay, I get a moment's of peace because my kids are like... Well, and for me, because I, when I go outside in the backyard with my kids, um, if you don't have a
1: fenced-in backyard, it might be something, and you can control it, It's so I feel like it's an investment that's worth it, because mm. it can make me, you feel safe, but, um, but I have to be outside with... The, the age group of kid I have right now and so I always have a book. I always have a book I'm reading mm. and it's sometimes I go out there and play with them and sometimes so it is kind of like a break for me and I always have a blanket because mm. I'm pretty much always cold even in the summer I yeah, wear a blanket like, in the mornings because it's like 60 in the mornings. oh my goodness <laughs> in, when it's 70 I still wear my blanket sometimes but you know just things like that it's like okay it's gonna be a little bit uncomfortable for me but my kids are gonna love it. And they always... Like, my daughter fell asleep in five minutes today because she was outside almost all day. Yeah. Like, all mm-hmm. the afternoon, evening. And so, I do really believe it makes a difference.
0: Yeah. It truly does. Well, so. even just getting all that energy out. How many of you know in the wintertime when your kids are just driving you crazy because they are literally climbing up the walls? They Yeah, uh, they drive you. That's why... They need to climb trees and run and scrape their knees and get dirty and... They need that. They really do need that.
1: Yeah.
0: So any other tips and tricks you can think for getting your kids outside? I don't know. I, I just, I like being outside. So I think it's easier for me to get my kid outside. But just make, and I
1: don't love being outside. So yeah. I have to work hard. But I do, I
0: do, there's so many good things you do, Rachel, with getting your It's like, kid. it's good once you're out there. Like, it's hard to get motivated and to get out there. But it's just one of those things where you to say, I just am going to do this. And even if it's like, I'm just going to go out there for five minutes, set your time run? go out there for five minutes, and sometimes you might surprise yourself and want to stay out there longer. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm going to go on a ten-minute walk, you might surprise yourself and you might want to go a little bit further. Mm-hmm. And change up your walks, too. If you always go the same way. Then go the opposite direction. Like, don't keep the same walk because that will get boring.
1: And it's fun. I don't know if you... I like tracking everything. So, like, when my daughter first came here, she was really weak in a lot of ways. So, we had to practice getting her, like, stamina for walking. And I loved tracking how far we were Mm -hmm. walking each day. You know? So, just, like, little things like that. And then, yeah, just... Just being comfortable, being a little bit uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. um, I my daughter has orthotics. And so, she um it's hard like it's, it's a whole shoe thing i did a post about it if you want, i'll put it in the show notes but um shoes are hard to get on and off and then she wears these like special leg braces or foot braces but even i take everything off and have her go be barefoot in the backyard a lot mm-hmm. uh, in the summer because there's something about um you know and i also don't want her feet so sensitive that she can never walk barefoot you know yeah because she and her feet are always in socks and always in orthotics so letting them breathe and just being free in nature and yeah I guess it's like a feeling you can't explain when you're barefoot Mm -hmm. in the grass and then I do it too I go put my feet in the grass I'm Mm -hmm. like oh yeah my students being a kid my students
0: and I did that today actually like we were sitting in the grass at recess and we all kicked off our shoes and Mm -hmm. So well, good. we
1: would love to hear your guys' ideas. How do you get your kids out in nature? How do you get them to love and appreciate nature? Um, what, what are some
0: goals you're going to set for this spring and summer to get out in nature
1: more? Yeah, so we'll do some lives about this in the next coming weeks and some tips and tricks too. So thanks for listening. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram. um, Nat and Rach. And then you can always email us questions or um, at instamamas19 at gmail.com, and of course, always subscribe for regular episodes, and we would love it if you gave us a review. It really helps moms hear about us and learn about us, and yeah. Yeah, thanks for listening.